Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Compton Podcast, where we talk about movies. You're, mm, wait. <laughs> Y'all, the second time I have fucked up the intro of my brain. Okay, okay. Um, Welcome back to the Compton Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Mia. And I'm Decoria. And today, we're going to be doing, well, all this month, we will be doing um, two episodes a week. Um, you're probably going to get more content than you usually do for this month as we're wrapping up the year, because we're not going to really um, cap ourselves on the Wednesday episodes. We usually do Wednesday episodes around 30 to 40 minutes, and our Saturday episodes are our long-form episodes. But as we're wrapping up the year, there's just some more stuff we want to talk about. You know, sit here, chill, give you a little more content, and thank y'all for spending this crazy ass 2020 with 2021 with us so i hope you look forward to all the content we have coming up and for today's special wednesday episode we're gonna start our girl talk series yay i know um so for those of you who don't know we are four black women who live in the southern part of the united states of america and so our experiences of growing up or um living being you know millennials um uh is a little you know it's similar different relatable all that good stuff and we think it's a therapeutic to talk aloud and about stuff because it helps you our listeners know that you're not alone and us to each other that we're not like crazy for lack of a better word and so this girl talk series is probably not going to be done that often but we do um we like to just you know talk and chill and stuff like that and commented is a place where we feel comfortable enough to talk about this stuff and have you know valid healthy great discussions so i hope you guys enjoy this episode as we just chit chatty chat chat away um here's our you know our weekly roundabouts bitch it's still covid we got a new fucking strain the omarion so i'm gonna need y'all <laughs> to wear your masks wash your face if you're getting your booster shots make sure to you know swing your arms around so it doesn't hurt um i heard the flu is back according to Corey. the yep, flu's back every day <laughs> the flu is definitely back the flu is definitely back so please be careful make sure you drink your water wear your sunscreen i know it's cold and windy outside bitch but the sun is still there um but yeah how are we doing today ladies it's a sunday we don't usually film on sundays but i'm pretty good it's laundry day take our braids day um you know just clean up kind of stuff yeah yeah um in true girl talk fashion i'm cramping (laughs) um but i'm happy because my cramps haven't been as bad as they were when i was like in school my stress definitely um prepares like uh expresses itself in the form of extremely bad cramps but they're not really bad that this time so i've been just laying under in between two heating bank blankets and also plug i've been meaning to like tweet about this and make a tiktok about it but i keep forgetting so i might as well say it on here for the plus size girls with a fupa if you want um a heating pad that is going to weigh down and like really like stick against your skin and not move buy a shoulder heating pad because those have are weighted and so it'll fit 
like the crevice of your hips and give you like real good warmth. Oh. That is something that I bought the shoulder pad because when I first started, uh-huh. um, when we first started COVID, when I first started COVID, when we were first in COVID, my shoulder was killing me from like sitting at the computers and stuff like that. <laughs> but then I was just like, I had a heating, like a small like heating um blanket, but it was like, like this is not working because I'm like heating one side of my body while I'm laying down or if I tried to put it on top of me, it always like slid off but like you can get like a shoulder weighted like it even bends like heating um electric thing on amazon for like under 30 dollars so i have one too for my period but Mm -hmm. um, i got mine from walgreens though it's kind of like a large one it's like 50 dollars, and um it's okay i always feel like i don't know it just never positions right like maybe i move too much but it helps irregardless you know yeah 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 so definitely look for heated ones that are like meant for other body parts because like the regular ones they just like a it's just like a sheet of fabric with heating coils in it but like the shoulder ones it's it's meant to like go around your neck so it's like got curves and dips and all that good stuff so that's a really good tip um nia how are you doing um just surviving making it um dealing with the repercussions of whatever classification of a virus i had so mm. i'm think i'm now permanently lactose intolerant um uh dairy is really affecting me in ways that it hasn't in the past pre-virus so i don't know what to do about it besides just try more dairy free stuff and be sad that my days of mac and cheese are probably coming to an end um yeah that's mostly it uh it's just recovering mm. Decoria, did you tell us how you are? Uh, no. I'm actually pretty good. Uh, I cleaned out my closet so I can finally see the floor of my closet, which is great. <laughs> hey, that's a feat. That's a feat. Managed to throw away a lot of clothes and whatnot. Debating on whether or not I want to get a sew-in for my next hairstyle. Ooh. I'm very thinking about it. I keep seeing it on TikTok, so... Yeah, the wigs on TikTok be making me think that I can somehow take my sister locks that are all the way down to my back and get a wig on my head. I mm. highly doubt that. <laughs> yeah. I highly doubt it. Before, but I don't think I've seen people who have like longest hair as yours. It's usually yeah. like a little bit shorter or a lot shorter. Yeah. Also, like my mother is, I'm like this close. You can't see my fingers. But you know that pinching emoji, the fingers? Yeah. I'm that close to cutting my hair. It got caught in the car door the other day. And I was just like, oh, hell no. <laughs> wow. I was like, you know what? You know what? But I'm I like, I, prom- I promised myself that I was going to take like pretty Rapunzel pictures, like with ever how long I let it go. So I'm like, it's winter time. I'm gonna get through it, and this summer's gonna roll around and be like, "Fuck this shit." But you know, we'll 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 we'll, we'll try to stick it out. We'll try to stick it out because, like, truly, when it got caught in the door, I was like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me!" <laughs> you got to be kidding me. But yes, hairstyles are always um fun to think about. For a long time, I was like, I really want an afro. My mom was like, just buy a wig. I was like, but it's not the same. And I'm like, <laughs> I. And every time I think about it, I'm just like, do I really? want to try to learn how to take care of my hair in its natural state when you know washing mm. and oil my locks is already a lot <laughs> yeah i did that for like a like year or two and like my last two years of college but the thing is like when i started working i don't know how much they're going to be accepting of like you know the typical black girl high curly pony mm. or whatever yeah 
yeah yeah, yeah i went to work and i said well now i'm here so and y'all can't <laughs> fire me because then y'all would have to come back and do my job and you don't have the time so i'm gonna go mm. ahead and bleach my hair and then we can deal with this later. So, because my hair at this point is like, you know, that ginger that if the sun hits it, it's orange. That's yes. my hair right now. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, like, they're not going to fire me for my hair. So, yeah. But. Yeah, there's a lady on my job who has pink hair and she's had pink hair for like 10 years. So, <laughs> that's that's so much effort. I applaud her for that. Cause... Mm-hmm. Yeah, keeping up with hair is always. Oh, it's interesting. Is there a hairstyle you guys like want to definitely try? I like, definitely want to go ginger one day or like a deep wine red. Ooh, mm-hmm. wine red sounds pretty. Um, I really don't know. Now that I found out I'm allergic to bleach, I really don't know how um, realistic it would be for me to ever try blonde. But maybe mm-hmm. actually a wig. Maybe finally install yeah, a wig. wig for the first time because my hair is now short enough to where I don't think. Before, I think it was just, a, I was like, oh, it's too much hair, whatever. Now it's a little shorter. I just um, don't know how to braid my hair down and all that stuff for a wig. Even though I have, I'm literally staring at a perfect bob wig in front of me right now that I bought a year and a half ago. And, it, and it's just sitting on this wig, very nice $50 wig stand that my mom bought me that I have not touched. So. <laughs> what about you, Nia? Mm, I don't know. I guess I've just kind of want my I want my natural hair to not be as like I want to be confident in my natural hair but I really want to get passion twists one day like really long Ooh. passion twists yeah passion twists are easy too mm-hmm. are they mm-hmm. oh, they're nice. very easy to do yeah I didn't mm-hmm. know I yeah Marin and Corey are of the camp that could actually braid their hair do not include me in there okay Corey. no only i have never i have tried three times to do my own hair i can't do it and it's just because one of my friends does my hair i can do my natural hair pretty well a bunch of different styles you know it's pretty easy for me but i cannot braid my own hair Mm, yeah i my mom has always had my hair in braids when i was younger so when she got locks it was only natural for me to get locks because it's like low maintenance she's like because i've always had a lot of hair she's like i'm not doing your hair every day she said the fuck i look like (laughs) (laughs) and so like after we moved and my grandma because my grandma used to take care of my hair but that's when i had a perm Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah so i've always like it been braids or sewage or something like that and so locks only seem like the next best best step and i fully everybody also is it just me or is it everybody on tiktok suddenly having a lock journey uh, that just my... In my life are now having lock journeys so yes. mm. yeah everyone's having a lock journey and i think that's um i think it's really cool i think locks are very pretty i think it's mm-hmm. like it's a it's a very it's a commitment though but also like but people would just be like, oh, yeah, I could just cut my hair off if I mess it up. And I'm sitting here like, I don't have... People who just, like, are very, like, um, balls to the wind about their hair. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because just being raised as a black girl. I'm like... Even some black girls, they just be like, yeah, I'm going to dye this shit, bleach it three times to see what happens. If it doesn't work, I'll just cut it off. I'm like, damn, yeah, I don't I, have that. You can me, Tori. The other day. I was not talking about you, Mary, but I'm like, no, the other day, my hair, um, okay, my hair, get, my braids kept getting caught on my new piercings and it was just getting irritating. And mm-hmm. I took them out because I was like, I'm going to chop them off on the root. Like, that's how irritated I was. And I was like, 
my decision now is, um, you know, bleach my hair. I've done all. I don't really think I'm going to really do any more colors. And I'm like, once three months, I have three months from now, once my roots have really grown out, I think I'm going to cut it off again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, once you've, mm -hmm. once you have cut off a section of your hair, Scissor, scissor happy syndrome it becomes, becomes <laughs> it doesn't because you just you notice how fast web it depends on how fast your hair grows and everything and mm -hmm. the the how much you save in product like it's just really yeah you were literally talking about me <laughs> <laughs> no i just is i don't know i think i just always had an attachment to my hair so like yeah. the thought of being like if i fuck this up i'm just gonna cut it off from like <laughs> damn but you put time and dedication to your locks like my hair will grow will grow back in a year or two like mm -hmm. you cutting off your hair all, a significant amount of your hair i don't know if in a year it's gonna get back to the state that yeah. it's in. i don't know how fast locks grow no, I mean, my hair is on the faster growing side, but like, locks take a minute to like lock and then like come out of their like weird stage because they have to like fall uh -huh. and shit like that. But I, I relatively started with my locks at a very long length. Like, I think I had 14 inches of hair when she, when I got my starter locks. Uh -huh. So, so yes, 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 yes. Um, Corey, you mentioned your color. Nia, you said you want to do passion twist. I want to. I was trying to dye my hair, um, red, but I had to use box dye. I forgot that I had to use box dye to dye it black. Mm -hmm. So when I used the lift and developer, it did nothing. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like thinking that if I, I'm gonna try it again with a higher developer and see if that helps. Mm -hmm. What developer and did you use the first time? Forty. And it didn't lift it, like at all. Oh, it was just it was just a hair color on forty. It wasn't there was no bleach. It no, I don't. I don't, I'm trying not to bleach them. Um, okay. it was just the that L'Oreal high color. That's really because forty is high, high. Like it is very mm -hmm, like they don't recommend you to do like. When you're dyeing your hair, especially for this is for not for I have no clue as to what they do when they're dyeing locks at all. I, it's different, mm -hmm. but for natural hair, I've like the higher the developer, the more damaging it is for your hair. So forty is really high. Like I don't like the once but my hair. It, since she didn't actually put like bleach powder in it. Yeah, that's it, what my thing. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Like there is no bleach powder in it, so I don't necessarily know how bad it is without the bleach powder. Yeah, it, like, did nothing. Because at first, my mom tried to do streaks, like, a few months before that. Like, I just wanted streaks of, like, blonde Yeah. in my hair, because I thought that would be cute. And we did that, and she put it in foil, and it kind of did it. But I just, mm -hmm. I feel like I needed heat. Mm -hmm. But I don't know really how to do that. I don't know. I just might go to salon and ask them to fix it. But I feel like the the solution is bleach, but I don't want to bleach mm -hmm. them. Mm. Like, bleaching for locks can dry them out mm. if you're not careful. So going to a skilled loctician might solve it, but I want to see if I can use a higher developer. If not, I might just cut it where I know the dye mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Because it definitely changed at the root. Like, oh, it definitely okay. changed at the root and, like, where my natural hair is, mm -hmm. but, like, the length of it is mostly dark. So, yeah. 
there's that but um yeah for this i mean for this girl talk episode i was thinking we could talk about being a late bloomer um i feel like it might just be me but i feel like our generation of girls there's like two sides it's like those who are late bloomers and then those who are early bloomers if that makes sense Mm -hmm. because like Mm -hmm. there's like city girl behavior and city girl culture but i feel like not a lot of us are city girls at the same time yeah it's very interesting dynamic um so in my book a late bloomer is somebody who society deems is not reaching um specific milestones in what adulthood is in like mass media mm-hmm. so that could be pertaining to relationships or um sexuality or anything like that but like I don't know. I felt like um, when I was in high school, I thought that my life was going to be way different than it is now. Because I feel like in high school, like, you're always, like, bombarded with young teen romance movies. And you have thoughts about what high school and what college is going to be and life after. And, like, thinking I'm going to be married um married with kids, like, by the age of 32. And now I'm 26. And, like, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. (laughs) What about you guys? Do you guys consider yourself late bloomers or early bloomers? Mm, Yeah, I'd say so by definition. um, I don't really have... I don't have any relationship experience. And Mm -hmm. um, especially... Not a lot of people around me have a lot of relationship experience. Mm -hmm. So... It's more of just like based to what society deems as late bloomers that I would define myself as one. Okay. What about you, Nia? Hmm. Oh, I definitely think it's weird because like I call myself like a early late bloomer. So I kind mm-hmm. of, I always thought that like I was going to have a wild phase eventually or a rebellious phase eventually because you know that's what society deems when you're a teenager you're supposed to want to be like get out my room mom you don't (laughs) you don't own me or and then leaving the house and I I never had that I never um I never had a phase where I was like let me do things to take risks that's what I guess that's a better way to put it so in that sense I always felt kind of like an old lady in a 12 year old's body sometimes but in some senses but definitely a late bloomer in terms of actually doing the adult stuff um so it's just like a double-edged sword for me if that makes sense yeah i definitely think that it's like hmm. i definitely think it's like your environment and where you are that contribute to it but like also like parenting style because the Mm -hmm. the idea of doing anything that was deemed normal by television teen media status mm-hmm. would definitely result in me feeling like I disappointed my mother if that makes sense mm-hmm. same and it like disappointing my mother is one of my hugest fears that I have yet to overcome um so like that is like the idea of you know sneaking out at night first of all most of us live in the greater Atlanta area. Where the hell were we sneaking out to? 
on a dark road with no sidewalk with no sidewalk no. and no street lights. <laughs> like no sidewalk after I leave my neighborhood. Where exactly am I going? Where are you sneaking out to? <laughs> like where are you going? To somebody else's house in a different suburb? Like <laughs> oh. But like yeah, I, I never had a rebellious teenage phase. I don't think either. Yeah. And I think it's I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of different factors. Like, um, definitely being six feet tall and being dark skin and plus size definitely factored into it. Um, I definitely, but I also definitely think it's like my mother just raising me to be like, you don't need to be around, you know, like dating or anything like that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with letting your kids date at an early age. Cause I think that shows them, um, lets them know what like healthy, um, like healthy relationships like like mm-hmm. you can date like you're 14 you can date another 14 year old but like you don't need to be 14 dating another 20 year old man like yeah, yeah i feel like that's a great def- like a great like thing of like yeah being around kids your age is fun stay around kids your age i feel like that's a great learning tool <laughs> for um some parents you know and other parents are very strict were you guys parents very strict about um dating mm. It was never a topic that came up in our house, so I mm. don't really know what my parents' opinions would have been. Mm. What about you, Nia? Yes. Yes, very, very strict. Like, even for birthday parties, I could go to their house only if my parents knew their parents. I had, they had their phone numbers and they had their address. Like, and these were my friends from like elementary school and middle school. Like I could never just go places and be like, yeah. oh yeah, they're, they're good people. They're like, no, what's their parents' name? What's their age? How can I reach you? Yeah, right. definitely. Right. What about you, Corey? What was your house like when it came to dating in like high school or at a young age? Yeah, they were like, I feel like I've said this before, but they were like extremely, extremely, extremely strict. Mm. So it was like, always telling me like you're not allowed to date and stuff barely letting me hang out with friends and whatnot even if like i would ask and they knew the people they would still just say no mm-hmm. so it was just like never mm-hmm. a thing for me but like for some reason they let my little brother date and that was always like a problem for me mm-hmm. no yeah then um hypocrisy my mom um was definitely like you're not sleeping over anybody's house she's a defects oh, worker yeah. oh my god so <laughs> She's like, I don't care yeah. if it's Betty Sue and you've known her for five years. You're not sleeping over anybody's house. Um, mm-hmm. Going out and stuff like that. I mean, I didn't have a car. We live in the greater Atlanta area. People have to realize that if we're going out, your parents have to take you there and back. She's like, I'm going to take you there, but you got to find a way back. Or like the parents, like my mom would ask like the parents, like, okay, I'll take them there if you'll bring the kids back and things like that. <laughs> Corey, this like why is our experience the exact same because like why also right. why do parents do that i'm not trying to be mean i, I get it either. that it's That's like weird. it is kind of weird because you're a child you're not even like a teenager and you're asking your like eight-year-old to worry about how you're gonna coordinate to get home like because that happened with me too like i would get there and they'd be like okay tell them your parents to like meet you halfway somewhere i'm like what do you i'm i'm nine <laughs> like right. i don't get it I don't get the purpose of that. Yeah, I think it's well. I think from mainly from my mother, not to make excuses for her, but she's like cannot see at night. Like driving at night is not good for her, and so part of it was that, and part of it was this like parents just not wanting to go 
out twice. And it's like, if we had public transportation that we could trust, we would do that. But like, you can't do that. And everything is an hour away in Georgia. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very weird um, mm-hmm. thing to do. Um, but yeah, my mom, I mean, she just, my mother wasn't like, don't date, don't date, like very strictly. She just like would ask every now and then, like, who are you hanging out with? Stuff like that. I don't, yeah, it was, it wasn't like, how do I put it like in your face don't do it but it was like heavily implied don't do it Damn, I don't think I really ever had that conversation with my parents because I didn't have I didn't have any guy friends so there was mm. that um, mm. they really didn't know my friends until maybe freshman, junior sophomore year and so I just it literally never came up <laughs> Mm. so i have no clue i should ask them what they thought yeah Corey, we had asked um do you consider yourself a late bloomer oh yeah 100 percent. i think like being told so much like as i was younger to not date like i wasn't like a late bloomer mentally if that makes sense like i thought mm-hmm. about dating sometimes but like the older i got the less interested i became because i saw people around me dating and saw like how it was turning out for them and like <laughs> it wasn't turning out well <laughs> and then like being told so much not today i just kind of got used to not dating so like by the time i got to like my senior year of college is when i started like dating a little bit but then mm-hmm. the pandemic happened <laughs> so right. so question do you guys um at this stage in your life, do you regret not dating earlier? I don't really regret not dating earlier, really. Because I, like, I don't think... Them high school relationships and stuff that I saw... I wouldn't... I'm not the type of person who would have been into any of that stuff, really. Same. <laughs> yeah. Now, I wish I would have been able to, like, you know, date when I was, like, 22 and 23. But fucking Corona. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, I don't, like... I've seen opinions from different like people who consider themselves late bloomers online where they're like, I regret not experiencing love earlier because now I don't know what it is to feel like. Or like they regret not sp- experiencing teenage love at teenage years because now they're feeling it at 20 and they don't know what to do about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't have that feeling whatsoever because honestly, this is why I don't watch high school dramas. Y'all know it. I, teenage love is too dramatic. It's yeah. too- <laughs> everybody all first of all everybody all up in your business if you at a school second of all it's just like so dramatic for no reason and i definitely think if i had dated when i was like 18 20 even 21 like i was not the me who i am now and i feel like it would not have people say you have to be in relationships to get to know yourself better and i think that's kind of low-key bullshit because i feel like you should know yourself before you get into a relationship Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like being Mm -hmm. in a relationship and then finding out about yourself doesn't make sense to me (laughs) it's like like, i can explain it though because it's like you know yourself to a certain extent right Mm -hmm. but when you're in a relationship and like you're going through a relationship you learn things about yourself that you never knew like how you would react in certain situations and like Mm -hmm. reactions towards certain people like you find like new parts of yourself basically Okay, yeah, that's a valid point. I just, I don't regret it. That's my Mm -hmm. answer to that question. Yeah, but I don't regret, like, not dating. I was, like, 
I was extremely dramatic in high school, I think about it. But, like, I told y'all, I was in a very weird... <laughs> for those of you who haven't listened to one of those general episodes, I was in a very weird friendship situation where everybody was dating everybody else, and I wasn't one of those everybodies. So I felt very unloved and unwanted, which led to, like, self-harm and, like, extremely low self-esteem. And it was it was not a good time. But I think if I had got a relationship in that position, it would have just not have been good. Like, it wouldn't have proved anything, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. It yeah. does. Yeah, because I was convinced in high school that nobody was going to ever love, love me romantically. So, yeah. What about um, Unia? Do you regret not dating in high school? I do. Well, I regret a lot. <laughs> My life mm-hmm. is full of regret, but that's just, that's tied in with the mental health stuff. But at the same time, I learning to learn to give myself the benefit of the doubt. Um, mm-hmm. I'm proud of myself for just doing the best I could in the school like that. Um, and if I think if I wanted to date back then, I probably would have stayed in that kind of world. If that makes sense, I probably would have never gone I the trajectory of my life would have been significantly different in my opinion and that's just and that's and I know it sounds dramatic because it's just dating but it really probably could have changed the decisions um I made um especially in that when I was pretty impressionable uh, impressionable back then and I wanted to be liked by that community of this mm-hmm. um very prestigious school I went to if those of you who don't know um I really feel like me the regret is only that I didn't hmm, that I didn't express myself truthfully not just to friends but like to the guys I did like and I felt so bad about myself but that but you can't really undo that um I could have moved strategically and had a probably plan to do like the white girls do and had a rich husband and all that stuff Uh because that's where they're bred to do that those kids are bred to run businesses and carry on companies and I could have if I wanted to stay in that space, I could have taken it seriously, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just kind of feel like um, my youth was spent in survival mode, less about dating, more that my youth was spent trying to just cope mm-hmm. and I didn't enjoy. So I do regret just not having the capacity to enjoy things that were happening um, or that could have happened for me during that time period. And that includes dating. Okay. Marion, did you answer the question? Oh, no, I didn't answer it. Um, honestly, my answer is I don't know. <laughs> mm. I I re- like I don't know if it would have changed the type of person I am. Um, I guess maybe I would have preferred to not feel so late in life if I had just dated one person. I went on one date that I didn't know was a date until much later, but I did go on one date, so I'm like, oh, experience that at least. And, but I would have preferred that I um, would have gone on a date, maybe actually had a boyfriend. So that way people would stop asking also, you know, family and such, you know, instead of it being like, when's, you know, they always drop question, like, when are you going to get a boyfriend or something like that? And I don't know, maybe I'd have less questions if I had a boyfriend at one time. Mm. Mm-hmm. that's interesting my family is definitely not one to push they ask but not push um 
but also we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. I haven't been outside in four months, so where am I supposed to get a boyfriend? Uh, people find spouses on all, online all the time. I still think that's weird. We'll get to dating apps in a second. But um, are you guys as family the type to ask or push or mm, about your social life? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead, Decoria. No, y'all go first. Yeah, go, Decoria. You go, y'all go ahead. Uh, my family, like, like I said earlier, like, they always told me not to date. But, like, the older, like, well, I'll say, like, my freshman year of college, they started, like, asking, like, oh, like, when I say my family, I mean my grandma, my grandpa, because that's who I was raised by. Mm-hmm. But so especially my grandma, she would ask, like, are you seeing anyone? And, like, that would really irritate the, like, hell out of me because it's, like, you told me, like, for 18 years straight not, not to date. To and date, you think I'm suddenly right. going to date when I get to college. But, like, she kind of asked me sometimes, but she doesn't, like, push me to do dating. It's my mom more than anything who, like, will, like bug me about my love life and that even that irritates me even more because like it's like you didn't even raise me like why are you asking me this stuff and she's the type of person who'll be like oh when are you gonna have a kid and i'm like girl i'm 20 a kid a, a child a child you'll dead ass be like oh when are you getting married when are you having a kid i'm like i don't want either and then she'll get mad and i'll start like purposely be like yeah i'm never having kids and i'm never getting married just to piss her off <laughs> goodness gracious no, that's insane. I don't know how parents think. You just told me. Thinking. Yeah, I don't. I, it's not adding. The math is not mathing. Like, you spent majority of my life telling me not to date boys. And now you're asking me where I'm, if I have a child? Excuse me. That's a lot. That's a lot. Okay, what about you, Mary? Um, no, they don't push, but every once in a while they ask. Um, and they'll be like, I guess a little confused. My, my mom was my mom had me by 23 and now i'm 24 so (laughs) so she's like she's like (laughs) so there's a stark difference between us but you know Mm -hmm. like i don't know how to say it's like when she asks she kind of pushes but does she ask all the time no so but also i shut down the conversation very fast because i don't want to talk about it i get very Mm. uncomfortable Mm. so that's kind of the and then extended family has asked maybe once or twice but like that was when i was really young you know like you know like the little jokes they do on kids or something Mm -hmm. like that like but they i they really haven't asked me since then Mm. Mm. okay what about you Nia? i get constant from my parents extended family it's like every time i see family like it's it gotten a couple of years ago it was driving me crazy like I was like I can't go to any more Christmas anything to with a family because they're just going to constantly ask where's your boyfriend when are you getting married because they've been asking me this for years y'all like it's been and the you're funny thing 26. is you're 26 I know, I know. and it's but the thing is it's it's crazy to me because my parents forbade me from dating until I was 16. My mom was strict about that. She's like, you're not dating anybody until you're 16. And I was and I was like, okay, back then I just listened to whatever my mom said and I followed it because, you know, I didn't want to break the rules and make her upset. Like I, mm-hmm. when she said, you can't make a Facebook, I did not make a Facebook. <laughs> I didn't make mm-hmm. a secret one. I literally listened to what she say. Um, so I took that and I would be like, I just I once I turned 17 and 18 I was just like well I don't I don't know how to make this different I've just continued to do what I kept doing um did I want to date back then yeah there was a guy I really liked but it was a messy situation with my former friend group um 
And then when I got to college, I was just at my lowest mental health wise, like probably the lowest part. Um, So I just was, I got asked out on a date once and then I feel bad for the guy because I was just not in the right headspace. I was trying to be cordial, but I kind of pushed him away on purpose because I was such a mess. Um, Mm -hmm. And then there was like this one guy I liked in like just he was in an English class or something, but then I just never saw him again. Um, but I just never found the urge to want to change anything. But my family consistently was just like, when are you going to get married? Man, my mom and dad for the past two years are like, I want grandkids. When are you going to give me grandkids? When are you going to give me grandkids? When I, when you get my, they always talk about my grandkids are going to do this. My grand, and I'm like, y'all, oh they, ca- they, wow. they talk in future tense about what I'm going to do with their grandkids. And that I'm is- just like, <sighs> I mean, and there's not much I can do besides just, agree and I mean I I would like kids kids also terrify me but I would like to eventually have enough confidence to think I could be a parent but what's weird mm-hmm. to me is that my parents had me late they had me my mom was 34 years old my dad was 35 years old oh wait and, they had you, you really late, yeah, they were late yeah. yes yes that's and then really I'm making like, less sense now right <laughs> that's like the new normal for us like the new normal is people having families at like their mid-30s Mm-hmm. right right and i was telling them like y'all were ahead of the curve because people back then in like the 90s weren't having kids well some people were but not the majority but and then mm-hmm. i'm like ah. and so my mom goes back and forth on this she tries to reassure me like oh you have so much life to live and then at the same time she's like with my grandchildren so it's like i i <laughs> i get mixed signals and i right. just kind of i ignore the family i kind of avoid family now and that's the sad part because i know i'm gonna mm-hmm. get pestered like when are you getting married when my cousin got married they're like oh you're next mia and i'm like okay <laughs> okay and this is why you <laughs> haven't seen me at christmas dinner for three years <laughs> maybe y'all get the hint one day but... yeah. and the thing is even if i did I would have to be really serious about someone to bring them to a all black family oh, that is very militant. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, right. um, like I, you think I'm just going to bring up like, yeah, was, I'm not casually bringing what's his face from the other night to a wedding or like Christmas right? dinner. It's like, <laughs> right? Honestly, I wouldn't, I never, I've never told any of my parents about anybody I was dating ever. Mm-hmm. Like if we, if we haven't mm-hmm. made it to like a year, I'm not, <laughs> you don't exist to them. They don't know right. you. <laughs> right. That Kiki Palmer meet. I don't know this man. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Sorry to this man. <laughs> but no, I think it's really interesting because I feel like there's a pressure for late bloomers like to catch up. Like we missed a class or some shit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like also like we're in the middle of a pandemic. And people I don't think people realize how big that is. Like we're in the middle of a pan fucking dimmit. That is not over yet. Because we're getting new variants um, every other day. But, like, dating is not easy in the 20th century. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't think people talk about that enough. They'd be like, oh, I got a sneaky link. Oh, I got three or four men. And I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you did that. Because, like... Especially the three or four men part. Talking to one man is already a lot. Ooh. So I can't Ooh. imagine, like, trying to, like, juggle, like, three different dudes. Like, I really wouldn't be able to do that. No, I I like no shade to the city girls because I y'all are doing it. Do your damn thing. Make that cash. You know, fuck that man. But um like God, I just lost my train of thought. But I was saying like uh yeah, like talking to dudes, like even getting through like 
a, a bumble conversation is hard so like I don't, yeah, I don't get it. I also think that people who have the time to have three or four people in their life like that, um, I feel like a part of it is that they don't know how to entertain themselves. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. a part of that is like your entertainment of like being bored. And I don't want that. That's my biggest thing when it comes to relationships. Like I don't want to start a relationship off the fact that I was bored. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. When so I- have you, oh, Sorry. what'd you say, Marin? No, no, like, go ahead. There are, um, like, TikToks I've seen of people, like, getting into relationships because they were bored or they were stuck in the pandemic. And then, you know, you can go out or that boredom disappears and now you realize you didn't li- really like the person. They were just there to hold your attention. Right. Mm, yeah. Right. It's very weird. But, yeah. So, like, dating. Have you guys, like, have any dating experience? Been on a date? Um, I told you I was on one date in my life um with a friend but nothing happened from it and then i've i think that's yeah that's my only experience yeah i just had to double check that's the way my memory goes but that's it for me um but yeah does anybody else have any dating experience i have none i've kind of realized that i've pushed myself i've I don't know how to say this. I know there's a phrase for this. Like I've pushed every guy that I could have dated away purposefully. Mm. Like I've man- not manipulated. I've like this coworker, former coworker of mine. Like I was pr- like he was very nice. We both like video games and stuff and we talked. But it's just like I purposefully kept a distance to try to like I don't know what I why I do that. Protect myself. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um defense mechanism. Um like I uh, in high school I tried I don't know how to flirt but in high school I the guy I really really liked I was just like I didn't know if he I could never sense if he liked me the way I liked him but people said I did like I brought this up on the last podcast like my friend said that he liked me but he never told me that um so it's I don't know if I'm if it's me my mom would always say Nia you got to stop looking so mean or like standoffish and I'm like I don't know what you mean by that (laughs) and she would always say you look so focused like you're not focused on anything else but your task and I'm like she's like you're doing the task what (laughs) right and I know like my mom is older like she's from like she was born in 1960 so she's an older boomer and so like it's I get that in her mind she's like you need to be more approachable but I'm like Mm. if the guy won't tell me he likes me how the heck Mm-hmm. Am I gonna be like? I don't know. So it's complicated. I feel like I had opportunities, but I just probably turned it away on purpose. Mm. What about you, Corey? Um, I went. So like, I, I I started dating a little bit like first semester of my senior year. So that was like of high school, it, second or college? semester, college, college. Okay. Yeah. So I like I I went like a handful of dates, like a very few, like people who some of my friends knew. And, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, a set-up situation. And then I actually had a boyfriend last year. So, like, that's, like... I don't have, like, a lot of dating experience, but I have some, like, a little bit. And I feel like that's the experience of most people. Like, you'll have people in your friend group who 
um, who've never dated. And then you'll have the one person that's maybe had two boyfriend or gone on like five dates, but currently has no one. And that's mm-hmm. not represented mm-hmm. on media. On media, it's like every, everybody in the friend group has a boyfriend at all times. It's time. cuffed up. Yeah. And then it's yeah. like, no, you go like seven, eight, two years of not a single person having a boyfriend and then one gets one. And then it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, media representation of what actual people's lives is never accurate. <laughs> Literally. Like, like, it's very, very weird. So, like, I've been making an effort. Like, I've never dated anybody. And the idea of a boyfriend sounds cool. So, I've been making an effort to try dating apps and things like that. Who <sighs> Have we tried dating apps before? Has anybody else tried dating apps? Yeah, never. I no, I haven't. A majority of the popular ones that were like, you know, Hinge, Tinder, Bumble. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything new has popped up since then, I have not tried it, but those three I have. Mm, yeah. I tried Woo Plus, which is like for plus size people. I tried, I don't like Hinge. I tried Bumble again and another one called like Badu. And it was just not giving. <laughs> um,. This is not giving. Uh, I met like I talked to a few guys and we had like a few conversations. Um, I just realized that maybe I'm not ready for a relationship this way. Um, also, men who made dating profiles, why are all your profile pictures blurry? Why are they all group pictures? Why do you put in your bio that you you don't? If you want to get to know me, DM me. It's your profile for a reason. Wait, wait, they actually... Yeah. Wait, what? They don't put like, oh, my favorite show is blah, blah, blah. They're just like, no, you need to know me now. They'll be like, if you want to get to talk to me, come DM me or come hit me up on Snapchat. And I'm like, the fuck did you make a profile for this? Okay, that's another thing. I didn't realize people... Like still how many people Snapchat. still use Snapchat and so I like I saw it. TikToks about like Hinge and stuff like that and Bumble. The only reason I still have it is because of my my friends and I have a group chat on there that we've used for years and that's mm-hmm. it. But like actually going on there to check other people's snap stories or anything, no. Only yeah. that app is only opened when somebody sends something in that group chat. Yeah, because like the first time I tried dating apps, I just realized that I didn't have like flattering pretty pictures of myself so then i was like i don't really know what my aesthetic is so that was led to me like learning about what clothes i like learning what clothes i didn't like putting on makeup you know putting in the effort to take really nice pictures so when i make a dating profile or like when i upload stuff on instagram it's like okay this person you can see like a piece of me like in my social media presence because believe it or not that's how a lot of people meet and network and all that shit right Mm -hmm. and so to get on these apps and to see men just pick pictures that they took in the dark of night in 240 <laughs> with a 4k phone like i still don't understand how that works bitch how you got like an iphone and your picture turns out blurrier than day and it's just like it's very very like i don't know and on the one hand it made me feel like oh i'm being picky but i'm like you're looking for somebody to date you can be picky like i don't know where that like i shouldn't be picky subconscious misogyny comes from but i'm trying to nip that in the butt because like why waste time on somebody who i don't find attractive why waste somebody time on somebody that i don't think put in the effort to actually make a profile like it's yeah also men don't know how to take pictures of themselves so it's like 
you got five of the same selka up here and i'm just like yeah i've heard like a lot of people now are like finding people through tiktok and i right. can, I can I, see that like i believe it yeah but like how do you find people through tiktok like do i just comment on guys pages that i think are cute and hope they look at my profile like what is that i guess i, I guess so i think <laughs> i think that like they become mutuals with somebody and they like build like a friendship almost and then they I end up dating so like, that's what i've heard a lot same thing with any social media really that's all, all right. how it always goes on the dating apps, starting conversations are very awkward for me and yes. them personally. I don't think it's just an issue for the guys. I'm I know I'm awkward too. And then also part of the reason, like I've been like, um, one of my friends recently got on the relationship from Hinge, and then like Tori's on, it and I'm like maybe I should try it again. But like I feel like what's influencing me is the holiday season. Like mm, yeah, I feel like yeah. that's what's I'm like I should wait until December is over. Come around January if I'm really still feeling this way, then I can start it. But right now, I just think the Hallmark commercials are starting. The little Christmas decorations out. The colder weather is real and like really what's starting to you know influence me. I really don't think I actually want one. Yeah, I I deleted all the apps this morning because, well, two of the conversations I had when I mentioned that I didn't have a job, both of them were kind of like, um, so you're not doing anything to make money? And I'm just like, no, because I'm in between semesters. I said that before. And then, like, I felt really judged about it. And so I was like, I don't like this, what it's doing to my self-esteem because it triggered my imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. So I deleted them this morning so we'll see if that if i have a moment again next year but yeah that was um yeah go ahead i was gonna say i think i definitely would like like to try some of the apps but i just want to wait until i have my own apartment because i don't right. the, the thing that's preventing oh. me from dating is my freaking grandparents bro i can't like that's what was so hard <laughs> about me dating last year is just like having to like i don't want to tell them anything like yes. leave me alone <laughs> so like i don't like if I get serious and you want to meet them, wonderful. You know, like, I think that yeah. makes sense to me. But do I want you to, if I, even if I start dating them a month in, no, you're not seeing a photo of them. No. Exactly. <laughs> and then, well, like, who if, are you going out with? When are you coming back? Don't worry about it. And then the way these <laughs> apps work is, like, you're going through multiple, you know, you, the first date you go on does not tend to be the one that you're, like, still talking to. And so you're yeah. going on multiple, um, multiple dates. I do not want to explain that to my parents. I really, I really don't want to. <laughs> mm. Do you guys think you'll ever be the type of person like just go out alone, like to a bar? Like I know people like who take themselves out on dates and then they meet mm-hmm. people like that. Do you think you'll um, ever try something like that? Yeah, I mean, I really don't know why I haven't already done it. I think just because um uh there's not really bars around here well for me it would mean i would have to drive to atlanta and i'm not doing that that's that's actually the reason why um but i mean like going taking myself out to dinner probably to duluth uh yeah that definitely something i'd see myself do since i already do take myself out shopping and like little self dates i just Mm -hmm. by the time nighttime comes around i want to be in bed on those days so that tends to be why i don't do it but yeah I don't have any issue with that. What about you, Nia? I've, this has been like a big thing for me about just 
feeling more comfortable in public. And this is probably mm-hmm. the social anxiety, years of social anxiety speaking. Um, I've got, I think it's because over the years I've built up ways to be in public without having a panic attack. Um, and that's mm-hmm. to like avoid people's eyes, to look at the ground mainly to like, now I don't wear my glasses and that's not safe. Don't, if you wear glasses, do not do this. This is not, you won't know who's around you, but this is just for me, like as a protective thing to like, if I can't see people's faces, then I can't see if they're looking at me. It's a weird reverse psychology thing I do in my head, but um, I've developed these little coping mechanisms just to exist in public. So the idea of me willingly leaving my house to like go on these mini dates with myself or, just going to places and not feeling like I have to get out. Uh, mm. And cause that's what I've noticed I do. Like I'll tense up and I'll walk really, really fast. Like I can't enjoy and take my time. I feel like I'm constantly in a rush with myself to get back home. So I have to figure out ways to try and do that if I did, but that would be a journey in itself. Mm. Okay. What about you, Corey? Uh, so I pretty much like I go like shopping a lot by myself and whatnot. I haven't gotten to the stage yet where like I think first I need to start like being able to go to like the movies alone, and I'm, I'm gonna try to do that because I like there's a lot of stuff I want to see that I just haven't gone to because I haven't had anyone to go with. So like I feel like well, yeah, I feel like once I get like to that stage, I'll be able to like you know go to restaurants alone and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, I think I would just have to start driving first. I still have a lot of unchecked anxiety about driving. So, I guess we'll see. That or just make enough money where I could just take a lift wherever I want to, which is probably mm. <laughs> also, do y'all what's like, going to happen. Nice restaurants near you? Because, like, let's say I wanted to. No. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, if I wanted to take myself out, like, locally, it would be the local Airbnb. Not Airbnb. Um, it would be the local Chili's. Like, and I don't mm-hmm. know, like, you know, they're just showing sports at the bar. That's not the energy I'm trying to be on. So, like, I think that's part of my issue. But I know y'all live closer to the actual Atlanta area. So, I don't know if y'all have, like, nicer restaurants you think about going to. There's, no, like, like really. my town over here, it's, like, not really, like, like there's, like, Taco Mac, Chili's, Longhorn, like, that kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. kind of similar to where you live at over yeah. there. But, like, if I wanted to go, like, to, like, a real restaurant, remember where we went for my birthday party? Yeah. Like, my mm-hmm. the movies? I'll have to go in that area because oh, okay. they have, like, a lot of stuff over there. Mm. And I live in the hood. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I mean, things are gentrifying, which is crazy in itself. But, no, I, I can go up to the local Popeyes and <laughs> see, I, I don't know, in the gas stations and the package stores. I mean, there's not there's, – I'd have to drive, like, 30 minutes to get to, like, I guess – nicer stuff but um and i'm not saying there things aren't nice in my neighborhood mm-hmm. there are a few things that are nice like there's a red lobster um mm. that's that's pretty nice um yeah i mean that's about nothing really close i could get in my car and drive though i just i don't have an excuse yeah um yeah i there's nothing out here y'all know there's nothing out here. <laughs> mm-hmm. there's a cracker barrel <laughs> oh god no. um my next question would be is like have you put like a cap on your like life goals when it like milestones when it comes to dating like by this age i want to have like a boyfriend a husband or marriage or anything like that 
no, because I think if I did, then I really would start spiraling. I think if I did mm. that, then the closer I get to that age in which I haven't accomplished that, then I it would just be bad for me because, you know, now it's more of a like, hmm, well, I'm this age and like it still hasn't happened. Okay, whatever. Instead of, okay, it's like, what am I now? 24? Let's say if my mm -hmm. cap was like 27 to be married. I'm like, well, now I have four years and I'm just going to have to constantly think about that every time somebody brings up the conversation or the thought of dating comes in my head or even maybe if I actually go on a date I don't want to have to be like well I'm now 24 and I have like I'm going on with this guy to see if it'll last for at least four years before I get married like that's too much for me oh uh, mm. yeah 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 what about you Corey yeah same for me as Mary it's just like I've never like I've being like married and, like, having children has never been, like, a goal of mine ever in my life. So, it's not something I, would like, constantly, like, think about in the back of my head. So, I just never been, like, oh, like, by this age, I need to get married or whatever. Like, how I see my life low-key is, like, me in my mid-30s, like, maybe married and, like, traveling the world. Like, being, like, an auntie. Rich <laughs> <laughs> auntie vibes. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. We love it. What about you, Nia? No, I... I start when I was younger, I used to put timelines on things because that's just organization helps me uh, task. Mm -hmm. Like once mm -hmm. I learned how to task things out, um, that's what I started doing to my life, which is not a good thing. Um, and so when things didn't fall right in the plan, like I hoped they did, and I started getting like mentally lost even more in college, I kind of was just like, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to live and survive. And whatever happens in life I have no control over it at this point um and that's good and bad in a way I think it's good to have goals but I don't but I kind of agree with what Marin said like if you start giving yourself deadlines then you're gonna start panicking if you don't reach that personal deadline and you'll feel disappointed and like you failed which is I think is just let I think it's better to just let life to run whatever course it's gonna run yeah, same. I used to definitely think that I was going to, like, marry by 30, have kids by 32, but again, I'm 26 now, and I'm like, yeah, that's not happening anytime soon. And I'm, like, in no rush, which I think, I think I'm very thankful for. I'm also very thankful for that I, that, like, because I wasn't in relationships, younger in life, it's given me time to, like, try to fully explore myself and know what I like and don't like. And what I want and don't want from a relationship. So mm -hmm. I definitely think, yeah, timelines could help for some, but it shouldn't be set in stone. Like, you can definitely put, like, I want to be here in this position in life at this age, but, like, don't make it concrete. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not Rumpelstiltskin. You can break a contract with yourself. <laughs> right. But yeah, I don't know. I think Light Bloom is very interesting. Because yeah. it's definitely different for everybody. But yeah. Um, did anyone else have a topic or want to talk about anything else? No, I feel like we pretty much like hit on like all the major things at least. Mm -hmm. And like I feel like it's good like to have conversations like this because maybe somebody out there is like having the same experiences as us. Well, somebody out there definitely is seeing how like people yeah. talk about this stuff a lot. So mm -hmm. it just, like, makes the world feel, like, a bit smaller. Yep. Um, but, yeah, this was Girl Talk Episode 1. 
we'll probably do these on and off again whenever we feel the need we felt the need the other day we were just like this is therapeutic this is good we should do this more often but yeah um thank you guys for listening to this episode be sure to give us a five-star review on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen um we're having a lot of great content coming out for december so stick around by subscribing adding us to your favorite playlist sharing us with your friends um also follow us on twitter at commented and at tiktok at commented podcast until next time i'm tori i'm Marin. i'm nia and i'm decoria bye-bye, Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.